What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I am so happy she's an only child because she has no one to talk to about my gas. It's <laughs> the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? I'm doing fantastic, knowing that you cannot sit there and have a heart to heart, have a fart to fart. <laughs> with a family member of yours about my bathroom habits. Well, I have to say that I do not know anything about your bathroom habits because you and I, we don't share that stuff. Because I'm a gentleman. And, you're and a, so am I. You're a, No, you're a lady. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a gentle lady. You sure are. And we keep that sort of thing to ourselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, we share everything. We're besties for life. But. We don't share that. But. Their boundaries that we still have, and I would like to keep it that way as long as possible. I, I mean, if you're 75 and it squeaks out, <laughs> I'll be like, sure, yeah. we've been together for 40 years. I squeak out a little dust. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> this lady, Jimena, is having a literal conversation with her sister about Mike's gas. This Listen. is not that big of a deal, I don't think. Listen. I understand because she's frustrated. I would be frustrated too. I honestly, I could not stand it. If someone farted in front of me, that would be it. Really? I mean, if it became a habit, I think it's been one day. He had, he released, he stepped on a couple ducks and she's calling her sister like, you got to hear this. You got to smell this, but you got to hear this. <laughs> They've been together for what? A week? Yes. If this guy, like if I met someone, let's say before you, and we went on a date and we were making out and he farted, <laughs> I would literally pack my stuff and right. I would blog him everywhere because that just would be it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. It's, it's horrible. I was thinking about it recently where the longer you are together, the more you get away with because you have more time to balance things out. It's like, okay, we've been together a year and he's done two creepy things, but that means there's been 800 days of good things. So yeah, Mike and Jimena have been together a week. If he's done two creepy things, it's like, well, two out of seven days, that's not good odds. So it does. It makes those little things even worse because there's not a lot of good stuff to balance it out. Yes, that's true. Like right now, we've been together for years. I still don't want you to release your gas in I front of me. Please I try don't my do best that. Not to. If you were 75 and I'm 71 and I hear you like, I'll be like, all right, we've been together for 40 <laughs> years. I'll give you a pass. I earned the right <laughs> to release in front of my wife. Yeah, some yes. people do it. No problem. I know. I'm it's not, not going to nah. judge your relationship. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I could not take it. So I kind of understand Jimena's frustration with Mike. I just think it happened a little too quick. And to go straight to the sister... That's, whoo, you're violating all sorts of codes of conduct here. I think the only thing I could probably get over and understand in her position would be if Mike said, I have stomach issues. He's running to the bathroom and literally he just can't hold it. They are making out on the That's bed. True. But why? Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that until you said it. Stomach issues. This guy is in a foreign country. This guy doesn't look like someone who travels further than the nearest mm. Burger King. He's been <laughs> eating foreign foods for several days. I'm sure his stomach is not used to it. And he, a little bit of a release, <laughs> you know, cut him. Don't cut him any wind, but cut him some slack. 
I also think that he's just so used to living with his dad Ooh, and his grandpa. That's that true. He's like, oh, it's coming. And he doesn't think that he probably should hold it in. <laughs> he's just like. Pfft. Yeah, Larry, Larry Hyman and Mike are having farting contests. I can the, totally see. I can smell it table. through the TV. Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> let's do a little housekeeping because I think we need to clean up after that conversation. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you want to follow us on social media, you can. You can do it on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Got a lot of memes happening over there now, original memes that Teresa and I, we put our heads together. And oh, yeah. Come up with some memes that we think you guys will enjoy. So check that out at Married to Reality Pod. You can message us. We love when we hear from you guys. Yeah. We're, we're not doing as many Sunday Night Lives because we are up to our eyebrows in podcasts right now. But that's the best way to get the feedback, get the conversation going, is messaging us on Instagram. I couldn't say it better. Message us, guys, or comment on our memes or posts. We always try to get back to all of you. So do it. That's the way we can communicate until we go live again. But as John said, our life's been kind of crazy. Travels, work, and these 5,900 podcasts mm -hmm. we're trying to cover. So we apologize. But hey, you guys do talk to us. You send us messages. You comment on our post. So that's awesome. Keep, Keep it, it up. up. Keep it hey. Jinx. Okay. <laughs> also, make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn. It doesn't matter. It's so easy to follow us. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Usman's fedora. <laughs> fedora the Explorer Listen. over here. <laughs> it's not MJ. It's, it's not MJ. It's Zanzibar. It's closer to Gino's. Mm hmm fedora than mm -hmm. michael jackson's fedora you know what's funny i just saw on facebook today one of my really good friends she is in zanzibar right now Ooh. i saw it a few days ago and now another friend of mine is in zanzibar with her husband hmm. everyone's going to zanzibar it looks nice i would like to go add it to the list it is on oh, the on. list you got to show me this list i oh, don't even it's huge didn't even know you had a list it's huge all right yeah smash it like it's as hot as that fedora He's pulling it off better than Gino, I think. But yeah, sort of two peas in a pot over there. So yes, also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, press that plus sign button. <laughs> Make sure you press it real good. All right. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. Makes our day. Helps the podcast get out there. We see the support. We love the support. So please, if you haven't left a review, take a few seconds and leave one. It's an... Not last, because you forgot about our merch store. Oh, okay. Well, you love to push the merch. I, I like to, to give people merch. a little bit of a break from the hard sell because we're asking people to spend their hard-earned money. I don't like to hit them with that every episode. I'm just going to put it out there. Hey, okay. we hey, got We got not? merch <laughs> at marriagerealitypodcast.com. There is a button for the store. If you want if you want to rock, rock some of the merch, rep the brand. You guys can do it. You guys can find it. Teresa wants you guys to wear that, drink out of it and whatnot. So check it out if you want. Check it out. Okay. Let me go back now to the reviews <laughs> that you so rudely interrupted me. I didn't, but hey, I saw an opportunity. Okay. Well, I have a review I want to read and whoo, is this a legendary review? Okay. All right. This one comes to us from our friend. And former POTUS, Barack Obama. 
Mm-hmm. You don't believe it? The name is Barack Obama 1108. You don't okay. think you don't think this is Barry? Let's, let's go with Barry. You don't think Barack listens to the pod? <laughs> I would love to <laughs> know. I would love to see. You don't think him and Michelle are sitting there watching 90 Day Fiance, listening to Teresa and John? I would love that. Okay, well, this comes to us that. from Barack Obama, and I'm going to take his <laughs> word for it. Barry writes, five stars, great pod. Mm-hmm. So I wish I could do a Barack accent, and then I could. Does he have an accent? Not an accent, but his voice, his delivery. Mm. So it's fantastic. But great pod. John and Teresa are awesome. I really enjoy listening to them and hearing their perspective. Them being an international couple with Teresa from the Czech Republic. Always happy to hang out with you two. Smiley face. Love hearing all your stories. I almost feel like it is from Barack Obama. I think it's Barack. (laughs) How could it not be from, from Barack? And to that point, make sure you guys check out Barack's podcast. Because he's got a podcast, Renegades on Spotify, with Bruce Springsteen. So... Barack showing us some love. I'm going to show him some love right back. Check out his podcast. Yes. And if it's not the Barack, oh, don't whoever say, you are. Don't even say that. Thank you. <laughs> it's Barack for sure. Okay. Thank you for the review. If you haven't left one, please do. It means the world. All right. Before we get into the episode, how about a little 90 day, by the way? Always. All right. Number one. And thanks to our friend Christine for the tip on this one. Because she sent it our way. It's exciting news. Anna and Marcel are expecting a little beekeeper in the near future. They're expecting a baby. Oh, yeah. I saw that. You saw this? Mm -hmm. This was surprising. I didn't expect this. They posted it on social media. They're expecting a child in May. What are you talking about? All Marcel ever wanted was to impregnate her with some honey. Yes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, But she said she wasn't able to carry a baby. Really? Yeah. We, or at least I knew this. She shared she wasn't able to carry a child. That's why this was all the more surprising, all the more exciting. Turns out they're using a surrogate. Yeah. A Ukrainian surrogate. Interesting. Which leads me to think maybe Natalie could become a Ukrainian surrogate because all she wants is a child. And I don't think she's going to find a guy to give her one. <clears throat> so maybe this is an option for our Ukrainian friend. Well, I don't think she wants to carry the child and give it away the second it's going to come out of her. Oh, I think she does. I think she loves the idea of a child and being pregnant with a child, but she does not want to raise a child. I think she does, but it's scary. It's very scary. We don't <laughs> need multiple Natalies running no, around. No, please not. No, but I think uh, Anna and Marcel, they will be good parents. Yeah, We, we know Anna's parent to three already. Those kids... Gave Marcel a hard time. Mm-hmm. I hope Marcel's English is a little better. Well, they can learn together with the baby and Marcel. True. I think I think you learned a few things. Speaking of surrogates, they're so expensive. Have, Around like are you looking into it? No, but my friend wanted to look into that, and she told me. What she found was around one hundred twenty thousand. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you you get what you pay for. So you probably want to, I'm sure you could find one for cheaper. Uh, do you, would you want that? No, I don't. I don't want the sale surrogate. I want a <laughs> top dollar like a surrogate. Groupon surrogate. I don't need a Groupon surrogate, right? I don't need a living social surrogate. Give me the top, the top surrogate. And I'm sure it's a pricey, it's a lot to ask of someone, mm-hmm. right? It's funny. This friend, she was looking into that. She was scared of getting pregnant, et cetera. Guess what? 
She's pregnant. And she has a surrogate? No, no, no. Oh. She is pregnant. But she was looking into surrogates before. Oh. Well, there you go. She was just afraid of being pregnant. I understand. But well, congrats to your friend. Congrats mm-hmm. to Anna and Marcel. I was going to have a little baby beekeeper in May. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two. This is a developing story, but it's a wild one. All right. If you haven't seen David of David and Lana <laughs> and Amira <laughs> of Amira and Andrew, they've been spending quite a bit of time together in Vegas. So it's a developing story. I don't have necessarily any proof from either party that it's more than a friendship, but there's reports of them RV shopping. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty serious thing. A, a road trip, right? I'll tell you this. Amira just really, really wanted to get to the U.S. because she yeah. tried Andrew. She got detained in Mexico. Then she was trying to get on Love After Lockup, talking to some inmates. And now David? Yeah. She's trying to sell her undies. She literally Ooh. is trying to do anything and everything to get to the U.S. And, hey, I guess David was looking for a, you know, young, beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Apparently, David does have some money, even though his house doesn't look that fancy. No. I think he has some money. Well, yeah, an RV. If he didn't spend it on all the Ukrainian and Russian ladies. Very true. But this this is what I wanted to see on The Single Life. I know, right? Show me David and Amira in oh an RV. Gosh. Give me that. That's a storyline worth watching. Mm-hmm. So, again, it hasn't been confirmed by either of them, but David did go live the other day, and he was talking about, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to go see West Side Story. And someone in the chat was like, oh, do you have a date? And he was like, yeah, I do have a date. He didn't say who, but then Amira popped into the chat, not on video, but just mm. in the chat. And she's like, pick me up at 530. And he saw it, and he was like, okay. So that kind of makes me think they're trolling us because you're not going to make a date. You're not going to make plans in the chat of a live. You're going to text him. You're going to call him. Also, where would she be in Vegas? If she was in Vegas, she would probably be staying with him. Right. Unless she was at a friend's house. I don't know. There's Mm. a lot of pictures of them together and video of them together in Vegas. Yeah. they're, They're definitely spending time together. But that sort of behavior and the sort of lack of forthcoming about whether they are in a relationship makes me think, are they just trolling us? Are they just in it for the clout? I think Amira strikes me as a girl who loves the daughter signs and whoever has them and also has the American citizenship, boom. Yeah, I think it's more that because I don't think Andrew was all about the dollar signs. No, but he is an American. Yeah, I think that's really more what it comes down to. It really seems like she's really trying to get here and maybe eventually get on another 90 days. I think even more so. Yeah, I think even more than the green card, it's the screen time. Because as you said, love during lockup or after lockup. I don't think that's an easy way to get a green card from an inmate. I don't think you can. I don't think you possibly can. Right. Because if you do have something with the law, it depends how serious it is. But I know that... It would be an issue because they always, when I was filling out my paperwork, they right. always ask you that. And if if I would say, yes, I did something, then there is another freaking two or three pages you have to fill out. You have to really get a good lawyer. So, Well, that's you. Yeah. Who knows about the sponsor? 
But I, I meant yes, but no, no, no. If you had some issues with the law, that would be that would be a problem too. Yeah. Luckily, Any of us. My record's clean as a whistle. So is so mine. I don't have to go through that. But yeah, let's see. I'm sure more details will come. All right. Are you ready to move on? I am ready to move on. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days. Shall we talk about our first couple, Kim and Usman, Soldier Boy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. It's the day after the Zara shoot. And so Kim and Soldier Boy, they're back at the resort. And now that the work is done, it's time to play. They're going to go to Stonetown. Somewhere Soldier Boy thinks will be nice and romantic. For the first time, Usman is actually waiting for Kim, who is not wearing an Usman shirt. Well, yeah. I mean, work is done. It's time to play. Get into your play outfit. But yeah, it also seems like Soldier Boy's warmed up to Kimberly. Yeah, because he says he's impressed with her behavior during the shoot. Right. She wasn't jealous. She was professional. She took his side. She stood up. She fought for him. She put Slam T and Bad Miss in their place. And I think that went a long way in Soldier Boy's eyes because this is the most coupley we've seen them. Mm -hmm. So they're in the car and Usman just pouring it on thick says, (laughs) I like you a lot. And Kim goes, I like you too. Thank you. But I love you. <laughs> that's Here a, goes the honesty. That's a lot. Okay. She's putting it out there. But she also said, you know, I've always told you this on the phone, but I haven't told you this in person just yet. So this isn't something new, I assume. No, I don't even know if it's the first time we've seen it, but it's the first time I remember seeing Mm -hmm. it because it was so she gets very pushy this episode and this was the first instance of okay you like me but I love you I also it's a thing that I personally think that Americans I don't want to generalize but most Americans just throw the love word around and not just to each other like they love everything I love this I I do say it too sometimes I love lamp because I've been here for a long time. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this burger. Do I love this burger? I don't love <laughs> Do this burger. Do you want to marry it? If you love it so much, <laughs> Therese, why don't you marry it? So I feel like, I don't know if sh- some people truly value the L word. Yeah, no, right? I don't think they do. Like, I do value the word. I don't say to anyone, but you literally, unless the burger's freaking awesome. Yeah, I don't throw it around. No. I don't think. You know what this cab driver loves? What does he love? <laughs> air fresheners. Did you see all of the hanging air fresheners? I did not. <laughs> Every corner of that cab had a different air freshener. It was like cherries, lemons, pineapple, right? They didn't even, they weren't even the same. It was like a fruit salad of air fresheners. <laughs> I didn't see Oh, that. there must have been 12 air fresheners in that van. But hey, the car must have smelled good. Yeah. So they arrive in Stonetown. And they head to a market. And this is where Kim spots a hat. And it's like, look, here you go. Here you go. It's like a Michael Jackson fedora. <laughs> like the one that he wore in Smooth Criminal. Yeah. <laughs> she is obsessed with MJ. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Which I know that. fine. Everyone knows that fedora. That's a great music video. Mm-hmm. It's where he does the lean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, know the that, lean? Yeah. They're apparently, I was watching 
I think this is it. There's some documentary and like him or don't like him, creep or no creep. He the was, music's good. The music's good. And he was a talented guy. And I don't think you can take that away from him. But they showed how you do the lean. Mm-hmm. And apparently the stage has like little hooks. And I think you wear special shoes and you hook in and then you can oh. lean forward. I, th- I could be making that up. But Interesting. I'm pre- but I'm pretty sure. Um, so Kim spots the fedora. But Usman's like, nah, I don't know. I kind of like this one better. It says Zanzibar on it. <laughs> he likes, so he goes with that one. But Kim's like, no, 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 no. Like this one, smooth criminal. Wear it. Maybe I'll make you dance later. Well, she wants her own MJ. But Usman wants a souvenir. Who doesn't <laughs> like to get souvenirs? Right. And Usman, I think, is just a little turned off by Kim's obsession. Because he tells the camera, oh, she's obsessed with Michael Jackson. I like him too, but she's crazy. Well, I think girls get more obsessed over artists. Sure. Like my room was literally decorated with Green Day and Good Charlotte photos. Mm-hmm. Big ones. Yeah. I don't think I had any posters of I had artists. so many posters. And it started with like S Club 7 Jeez. and <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. A couple of Czech boy bands. Okay. But then I got a little older and it was all about Green Day and Good Charlotte. And I think I had a poster of Eminem. Oh, okay. Look at you. So (laughs) diverse in your musical tastes. (laughs) Very good. Yeah. So they don't decide on a hat or they don't agree on a hat, but they get matching bracelets. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's not enough to appease Kim. She wants more. She wants the kissing, the sleeping in the same bed. You know how Michael Jackson, how he did it with the kids, you know, <laughs> sleep in the same bed, watch Home Alone, take Stop off his Billy jeans and beat it. Stop it. That's what she wants. <laughs> Neverland. Oh, I cannot wait for messages from our friends. Like Neverland Ranch, <laughs> you know? Usman's like, it's never going to happen. you take it easy over there okay sorry (laughs) but yeah that's why she came she didn't come as a fan she came because she loves him so she wants to pursue him romantically he got his what did he get the macbook pro yeah and the ps5 yeah he's good she didn't good she didn't come as a fan but she came with a suitcase Filled to the brim with Soldier Boy t-shirts. I would love to hear her talk to B... What's her name? BGL. BGL. Oh. Baby girl Lisa. Would you? Oh, yeah. I would like to hear their kind of like a... Not a fight, but... Hey, so I'm with Usman. You are with Usman. Compare notes. You want to hear their bedroom talk? Not like, bedroom talk in general. Mm, all right. You have, you have some weird fetishes. I don't have a weird fetishes, but that would be good TV. That's true. Okay, so they leave the market. They go for dinner. And Kim makes her intentions pretty clear. She wants to spend more quality time together with Usman. She wants to get to know him better and have her know him better. So she wants him to give up his room and move in with her because she got the suite. Yeah. Let's not forget about her suite. Yeah, she just wants slam tea. And Badmus, I guess, to get the room. And then they'll share a room. She's like, I'll play PS5 with you. Come on. <laughs> get over here. Yeah. Usman doesn't agree. He's like, 
I thought maybe we'd share a room after we decide to be together. Right now, your room is my potential room. I have a room. <laughs> Yours is a potential room yeah, I may sleep like, in. If we're trying to date, we shouldn't be staying together, which is like, eh, if you're trying to date, that's probably what you should be doing. Yeah. And Soulja Boy doesn't seem like one of those guys who's like, I'm not going to sleep with you before marriage. I think he's still traumatized from baby girl Lisa. So That's true. So Kim's like, well, what if we don't decide till the last day that we're going to be together? And Usman's like, come on. We agreed to this room situation before. I don't want to say it, but it seems like you're trying to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am me, and then just leave me to go back to America. Yes. Usman thinks that Kim is rushing this, which is kind of crazy because, I mean, yes, she's rushing this, but... He's been leading She's her on. She came all the way to Africa from the U.S. for him, literally. I don't necessarily think she's rushing it, but she's pushing it. Oh, So having sex with someone after a week after you've been talking, it's not necessarily a rush, but she's being super pushy and she won't take no for an answer. And that, I think, is the problem. However, she says... It's not like I'm begging you for sex. Well, that's exactly what you're doing. You're not even begging. You're buying his sex by giving him all these gifts and then saying, oh, yeah, sleep with me. Come on. It's it's definitely a bit of begging. Let him come to you, girlfriend. Yeah, right. Yeah. She looks so thirsty. That's not a turn on for most people. No, but she's like. Oh, I've been your support. I've been your manager. I've been your choreographer. (laughs) I've freaking been your everything. I've styled your hair. Yeah. So I gave you gifts. Now is your time to show me your shine. She's been everything but a girlfriend. Literally. Right? There's been so much business and buying, but there's been no romance. There's been no boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. And that's really what she wants. Potential. 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 Right. So Kim's upset. She just wants to go back to the hotel now. And it really was a romantic day ruined because it started out so well. Mm -hmm. Matching bracelets, nice fedora. But Usman's trying. He's trying to smooth things over. He's trying to hold her hand. But Kim Ballet is not having it. She's like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's over it. So Mm -hmm. they grab a cab. They're going to head back to the hotel. And it was a very quiet cab ride. Very awkward. Until Kim starts talking about the relationship. It's completely silent. The whole time, I don't know if you saw, Soldier Boy's on Instagram. I didn't see that. He's just reacting to people's stories on Instagram while she's spilling her heart out. And they finally get to the hotel. Soldier Boy kind of grabs his fedora in the Michael Jackson way and makes that like, hee hee. And Kim falls back in love immediately. Well, he was also trying to smooth things over in the cab. Smooth He's criminal. Like, Kim, 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 Ballet. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, stop it. It was smart. He, stop he, it. He knows he needs a few more games for that PS5. Mm-hmm. And he knows the way to her pocketbook. So they part ways. They each go to their separate rooms. And we think, oh, that's it. Night's over. But we cut to two hours later. And there's a knock on Kim's door. I wonder what made him go. I think he got drunk. He showed up. His eyes were red. He looked he looked wasted. He's probably like, all right, let me see. 
Another American vagina. Cheers to that. Slam T just beat me three times in a row on PS5. Like, (laughs) can I stay here? It's just bad missing Slam T playing now. I'm not going to get in anytime soon. Can I just, can I crash here? And Kim's like, you want to watch a movie? You want to have sex? Very bold. (laughs) So bold. Hey, if you're not going to get what you want unless you ask for it sometimes. And this is where uh, I kind of have questions, right? They're not going to have sex. They are not even going to cuddle because freaking Usman builds like a pillow castle yes. or like a pillow. What do you call it? Um, like a well, he calls it wall. demarcation. <laughs> Whatever it is. Very official. Yeah, he builds a wall. Yeah, he builds a wall in between them. So there is no cuddling, no touching, nothing. Why don't he agree to that before? They don't even have to get into a fight. He could have been like, you know what? Let's spend the night together, but... Nothing's going to happen. Let's just spend more time, right? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't trust himself. Oh, I think he doesn't trust her. Or he doesn't trust Kimberly. I think he thinks that she's just going to jump at him in the middle of the night. And that's going to be it. She's going to break through the pillow wall. Like the high C character breaking through the wall. You don't know that character? No. Oh, my gosh. Like the big fruit punch jug that just comes through the wall. What? What movie is this from? It's from a commercial. High C. Oh, no. No? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's lost on you, but our friends listening probably get it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't think we saw the next morning, so who knows what happened. We don't know, but we saw something in the previews when Kim is like, why don't you want to have sex with me? Jeez. Hey. Ah. Yeah. Just, just get a vibrator. I'm Oh, serious. Hello. I mean... Yeah, buy yourself some electronics. If you you want it this bad and he's not giving you that, I mean, either let him go or get yourself a toy too. Yeah. Hey, good for her. I hope you're as horny at 15 or 15. (laughs) Jeez, 50. I think you were probably hornier at 15, but... I'll I'll be good at 50. (laughs) I believe that. Okay. That is Kim and Usman. Speaking of horny. I know, 15, I got Michael Jackson on the mind still, I think. It's too old. All Spe- right. Okay, speaking of horny 50-year-olds. Gino and Jasmine. Let's talk about Gino and Jasmine. Because Gino's been in Panama for a week. It's the day after that huge fight over paint colors and birth control. And we found out that Jasmine is finally divorced after five years of being separated. Seems like a long time. Seems like a very long time. Maybe they were fighting over something. Yeah, well, she's excited now because she is finally single. She's finally divorced. So she's going to party. She's looking for some dresses. She needs to find the right outfit to celebrate her divorce because her friends want to throw her a little divorce party. Did we know that she was married? Yeah, I knew that. I feel like it's slipped my mind just because she's so all over Gino's exes that there was mm. no time for Gino to be like, wait a minute, like you have an ex too. Like you were married too. Yeah. What took so long? If I was Jasmine's ex, I would try to get that done. ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> Clean break. <laughs> Walk away. But it took five years. Now it's time to party, but Gino's not getting an invite. No men are allowed at divorce parties, apparently. And as Jasmine says, you don't invite your current boyfriend to your divorce party. Which makes sense. 
But at the same time, how old are you to throw yourself a divorce party? I know the friends did it, but well, she knows about it. Right. And I get a divorce party if it happened more recently and you're celebrating that and you're celebrating your singlehood, but it happened five years ago. Aren't you over it? And you're not single. So what are you celebrating? Mm-hmm. You should be celebrating Gino, if anything, and he should be allowed at the party because it should be about the two of you. That's a good point. I did like, what's her name? Uh, she lives in Florida now. She was with Jonathan. Oh, Fernanda. Fernanda. She was on the single life season one. She did get her divorce oh, party. And, and like it was good because she was the just dress. Da- yeah, she was just dating. Right, because that's that's your coming out party as a single woman. Mm-hmm. I'm single, everyone's here to celebrate me. Let's mingle, let's meet some guys. Yes. Jasmine is almost in a engagement. And she wants to go That's ce- a very good point. And she wants to celebrate her divorce. I don't I'm not into it. I'm fine with the party. But let Gino come. You know what? I'm going to take back my comment about when I said, how old is she? Because for some reason, I feel like she's older than she is. She's 34. Yes, but I I always see her as like 45 plus. I almost see her. It's a good point. I forget how young she is. I kind of see her and Gino Mm -hmm. in the same age group. So I'm going to take it back. She is young. She can throw herself whatever parties. Yeah. But you made a good point. Like she is in a relationship. She is close to being engaged if things go well. So. (laughs) Yeah. Let's not get too wild, Jasmine. So she also wants a little time apart because things were heated Mm -hmm. recently. She wants to kind of cool down. The romantic getaway is only a day away. And so there's that to look forward to. So it's like, let's calm down. Let's collect ourselves. And then we'll go on this getaway. Did you see that she asked Gina, oh, which dress should I wear? And he was like, mm, eh, this one. And she's like, all right, I'm going to wear this one. No. She wore a different, she, he pointed this purple dress. She's like, okay, so I'm going to wear this one. And she picked the red one. That's probably good. Have you seen the way Gino dresses? 100%. But why would you even ask him? Because to know which one not to pick. Like, well, okay, if guys three, like you are attracted to this dress, I'm going with the other one. Listen, she put three dresses on the bed that I'm sure she picked, right? Yeah. So he, she asked him, he picked one. Why would you go with the other one? Because she's always screwing with him. She a- is, right? Everything is taunting. But the second he screws with her, like, I dare him having his house painted in those Brazilian oh, yeah. colors. It's That's all it. control. Think about it. She lays out dresses, asks, which one do you want? He picks one. She chooses a different one. That's control. If she went with the dress he picked, that's giving him control. Mm, you see, I don't even think like that. Cuckoo. Oh, she is so cuckoo. She's cuckoo. So, okay. It's the party. Jasmine wanted to go to a club, but because of COVID, they ended up at a suite in the same hotel because there ain't no party like a hotel party because a hotel party don't stop. You love hotel parties. Hotel, motel, holiday inn. (laughs) Give me a hotel party. No driving. Everyone's there. It's a good time. It's safe. It's fun. Jasmine gets the suite, walks in, and the first person I see is a guy. Come on. Yeah, that's the friend that they met with Gino. It's her stylist. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think he's harmless. But there's a guy, and I'm like, what the hell? We just said no guys allowed. I think it was just... Jasmine wanted to take a break from Gino. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's Leo the hairdresser, Genesis, Mayorless. They're all popping champagne. They're toasting to the divorce. And they start talking about Gino and his ex. 
and the colors in the house that that <laughs> whore picked out. How dare you put red and baby blue together? Ah. And no one's really taking Jasmine's side. They're like, you're crazy, Jasmine. Because they know her. They they know their friend. And one of them says, Jasmine is extremely jealous. Yep. And Gina needs to work with her. Stevie Wonder could see that. But apparently Jasmine is in love with Gino based on her friends. Her friends think she is. Her friends are like, you love Gino. Gino loves you. He came all the way here during a pandemic. And Jasmine's like, yeah. And with his age, he's in a high risk group. <laughs> Jasmine, he's 52. Gino. Still, still good. Yeah. 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 So then they start talking about their sex life because why not? This is what you talk about. Gas, farts, and sex. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. So they're talking about sex and how Gino needs a show. His foreplay is like a show. Some dancing, some stripping. And I'm sure Jasmine gives it to him. Gives mm-hmm. him just what he needs. And then it's like, speaking of stripping, there's a knock at the door. There's a G.I. Joe stripper. Jasmine's eyes got so wide because, yes, this male stripper dressed as a soldier starts grinding on Jasmine. And apparently she's never had a stripper. Mm. So there is a first time for everything. She's probably never had a stripper at a hotel party. Hmm. I'm sure. Come on. I'm sure she's been to a strip club or two. Yeah, for sure. Come on. Who hasn't? So, I've never been to a male strip club. Well, no, that's not even a strip club. It is a strip that's club. That's just lunch. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't. I think they're harder to find. There should be Hooters for girls. I think there is. Well, there's Chippendales. Oh, we watched didn't the documentary. We watch something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, well, is there really there was a, a market? murder mystery, oh, right? Yeah. About Chippendales. Yeah, guys, we're not pervs. We were watching it for the true crime. <laughs> I just don't know if there's a huge market for it. Like, there's a strip club on every corner in every major city. I mean, I've been to Hooters with my friend, but she wanted to go because she's a lesbian. And she's like, I want to look at the girls. And right. I'm like, I'll get the fried pickles. There should be like Peckers, which would be the Hooters for women. Guys work there at Peckers. Oh, okay. Yeah? Like it's like a little bird? Wait, it what? exists? Or a big bird? No, I'm saying- You're making it up? I'm making it up. Peckers, oh. Shark Tank idea. Oh. Peckers. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I'm sure there is. Every idea is a thing now. Yeah, I'm sure that something like this exists. Yeah. Anyway, this stripper, this male stripper, going real hard in the paint, Jasmine can't keep her hands off this guy. And you can only imagine if the roles were reversed and a stripper was grinding on Gino like this. Oh, she would she would kill him. He can't tip a waitress. Imagine him no, tipping no. a stripper. His co- his living room colors right. are an issue. Imagine <laughs> right. Gino not even having a stripper, looking at the stripper. No. She would probably like grab his eyeballs and like get him out of his head. Grab all of his balls and rip <laughs> them out of his body. The editing on this was so good because they keep cutting back and forth between Jasmine getting dry humped Mm -hmm. by the stripper and Gino just walking around his empty hotel room. And packing. He's packing. He's looking forward to his trip. 
Come on. He's looking forward to something. His, his unexpectedly expensive trip that yeah. Jasmine picked because he didn't give her a Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's on vacation, booking another vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they cut back to Jasmine just getting railed by this guy, which might I say is not the most COVID friendly. I know you guys didn't go to a club because of COVID, but this guy is dry humping you in the face, (laughs) right? Has he been tested for more than just COVID? I hope he did. Yeah. So now she starts to feel guilty about leaving Gino alone. So she's like, you know what? Let's go upstairs. Let's take the party to Gino. And they get up there. He's alone packing his suitcase. He walks around. He's like, "Mm, what else can I do? Oh, I was like, Gina, but they enter. They enter, not just luggage on the bed, Ah. luggage in the bed, under the covers, right? That's the dirtiest thing to happen in this bed since Gino got Ah. there probably. I can't, I can't look at it. Comforter pulled back and suitcase Ah. just in the sheets. Uh, Gino needs, needs to learn a little bit about traveling. Needs to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. So they're all there. Gino's happy to be included. And then one of Jasmine's friends shows the video of Jasmine getting invaded by this soldier. And Gino looks like he's going to be sick. He's shocked. The face that came over him was so sad. It made me so upset to see Gino like this, knowing Mm -hmm. all the shit he's just been put through for literally nothing for his home decor Mm -hmm. right he got shit on stormed out on yelled at and then this friend is shoving a video of jasmine getting dry humped into his face and he's probably just like god damn it he got yelled at for poor home decor his home decor sucks yeah but it was it was a huge issue and all i wrote down was like poor said gino yeah and he goes why did you show me that why didn't you keep it a secret and that's troubling because why is he so pro-secrets? He's He'd rather her just keep this to herself? Because he has secrets himself. Right, right, which is not a good thing. This said a lot about him. Yes, but at the same time, I kind of not get it, but yeah, I would want you to tell me, but he's probably thinks like... Or I, I didn't need to see this. Why just, did you have to show me that? It's a bad precedent to start. You should be open and honest. Yeah. Maybe she should have just told him like, hey, the guys got me a stripper. It was fun. We all had fun. That wouldn't be as crazy as seeing the video. And literally rubbing it mm-hmm. in his face. Mm-hmm. Physically rubbing it in his face. And Gino, good for him, is like, how would you feel if I showed you some hot babe all over me, <laughs> rubbing her ass on my lap. And Jasmine's like, yeah, I wouldn't like it. And which, she apologized. Understatement which, of the year, I wouldn't like it. I was like, wow. Well, she wants to go on that trip tomorrow. Oh, she sure does. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, you're the only man I'm attracted to. Don't be silly, Gino. And that's it for these lovers. We'll see them on the island next time. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. The two and a half thousand dollar trip that Gina doesn't have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next couple, Caleb and Olina. So before we get into it, if you guys listened to last week's podcast, you may have noticed their segment was missing. 
And I'm sure you guys have seen the news the past week or so regarding Alina's use of racial slurs. And to be completely honest, it caught Teresa and I completely off guard. Yes, 100%. We could not believe what we were seeing when we saw it. And I hope you guys know us well enough at this point to know we have zero tolerance for that sort of language or behavior. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know what to do. And I'm not exaggerating when I say we spent the last week discussing how to handle this couple moving forward. Every day we talked about it. We didn't know what to do. Do we stop covering them? Do we cover them? We talked to some of you guys about it. You guys gave us your thoughts. So here's the deal. From day one, this podcast has always been about trying to make the other person laugh. I work very hard. I try very hard <laughs> to make Teresa laugh and she makes me laugh You're a little bit. very successful. She makes me laugh a little bit easier, but that's what it's always been about is trying to make the other person laugh. And so if you listen to our single life podcast, you know, we don't cover Big Ed because it would be really hard to make the other person laugh while talking about someone accused of sexual assault or domestic violence. And on top of that, we heard from many of you guys that you didn't want us to cover him. So we said, Cool. Done. Easy. Mm -hmm. We're not going to talk about them. And we really do this podcast for you guys. I mean, we could turn these mics off, have the same conversations with ourselves, but we put it out for you. So if you don't want us to cover someone, then we don't do it. So that being said, we talked about it and a relationship is two people. There's Alina, but there's also Caleb. And there is also Elijah. And there's also Elijah. <laughs> and we're fairly confident we could make each other laugh if we only talked about Caleb or only talked about Elijah. Yes. But also, this is sort of a documentary. It's silly to call it, but it's a documentary following couples who are trying to date people from all over the world, right? Americans trying to go somewhere. 100%. So... We're here to cover the show as much as we 100% disagree with Alina did. We're going to cover them, but focus on Caleb and Elijah. Yeah. And on top of that, we don't believe silence solves anything. Like if everyone bit their tongue, Alina would be getting away with her behavior. She'd be unchecked. She wouldn't have to have any accountability for what she did. So we think ignoring something doesn't make the problem go away. It's better to get it out there and talk about it and let people see who these people are for real. So that being said, we know some podcasts are no longer going to cover Alina and Caleb. For us, for now, we're going to continue covering them. And I say, importantly, we're going to reserve the right to change our mind and stop covering them at any point. If new things come out or something changes or we just say, hey, you know what? It's not fun talking about them. Then we're going to stop. And... As before, if a bunch of you guys reach out and say you don't want the coverage, we'll definitely consider that too because at the end of the day, this is for you guys. I wouldn't say it better. So for now, we're going to cover what the show covers and let's cover it. Let's do it. It's been a week since they got to Turkey and it's Elijah's last night. So they're going to go out with Elijah one last time. And what was Elijah wearing? It looked like a bedazzled smock like what you oh, would yeah. wear at the hair salon only more bedazzled i i love it Elijah. i knew you would love it i figured you were online trying to find it where you could track it down it did look maybe like zara 
or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I would probably wear it. <laughs> but I had a hard time even focusing on the conversation. I was like a cat with a shiny object looking at that shirt. I couldn't get enough of it. Well, he comes to the restaurant and as classic Elijah, he's like, so yeah, bitches, what's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently it gets worse than that shirt or that smock or whatever he was wearing. It gets a lot worse because he walked in on Caleb and Alina having sex. And first I was like, don't you lock your doors? But Alina gave Elijah her key. Right. And I can buy that. Yeah. I mean, he's there to help out. Oh, for sure. He may need access to the room. Who knows what Caleb's up to? And so I get that he had a key. I don't understand no knocking before entering, even housekeeping knocks, right? Mm -hmm. But he goes in, sees them banging. And the way I understood this is while Caleb is in full penetration mode, he just turns over his back shoulder and goes, why are you staring? And Elijah goes, no, I'm just checking your body. And I love the sass. He's like, I'm just checking your body. I can totally (laughs) picture that entire encounter where Caleb didn't miss a pump and Elijah just got what he came for, which was a good look, and left. And the reason apparently he came was because he left his hairbrush in the room and he was planning on going out. So he wanted to freshen up his hair before heading out. And so Caleb's like, okay, so at least you looked good to go out. And Elijah goes, and you also looked good. <laughs> oh, my and God. And I loved it. <laughs> I honestly, I don't want Elijah to leave. I know. I, I, ah! the, I was never anti-Elijah. I was just anti-third wheel when there's two people trying to get to know each other. But he brought the entertainment, and we'll talk about it. He brought out some important information. I was going to say... He's, I love that he calls people out on their BS because it's important. Oh, yeah. Especially when it comes to Alina, not just because of what we literally just told you guys about what's going on, but even with something silly like this, when Alina's not telling Caleb that she lived with her ex. I love that there is someone who pushes her because you should always be honest. Yeah, I don't know that Elijah's always doing it for altruistic reasons. I think he's a shit stirrer. And he likes to stir the pot, but some good things rise to the top when you stir the pot. Listen, who doesn't like stirring the pot once in a while? <sighs> Maybe in my old days or my younger days, I liked it. But now I'm drama free since 2003. People need a push sometimes. Oh, and yeah. You cannot be, sometimes you cannot be direct, so you need to stir the pot around it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That is, a, yeah. I'm going to leave it at this. Okay. So (laughs) Caleb has mixed feelings that Elijah is leaving. Now he's kind of come to need him in a way, or at least respect the assistance Mm -hmm. he's brought. So he's happy to have alone time, but he also recognizes, okay, well now everything Elijah used to do, I'm going to have to do. And they're going to be in Turkey for another week. Right. So it's really going to be put up or shut up time for Caleb to see if he can handle himself and Mm -hmm. Alina. So they're at dinner. And of course, Elijah's like, maybe we should play some games. Maybe we should play Never Have I Ever. And I'm I'm curious, how did he know about this game? Because I honestly, I've never played this game. And the only reason why I know this game is because I watch American TV. 
I love Gossip Girl and I love One Tree Hill and you all that stuff. You don't think Elijah likes those shows? I guess he does too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, for me, this is a very common game, but it, sure, it may not be in other parts of the world, but no. Russia's we pretty, have other games. Russia's pretty modernized. I'm pretty sure they've played Never Have I Ever. The only games I've ever played in Czech were drinking games. Well, this is a drinking game and it is a little bit different. How oh, that's right. It is a drinking If you game. throw something out and no one drinks, you have to drink as the person who, which I like. I mean, someone should drink I every round. I just learned that. Yeah. Well, I think that's how they do it in Russia. But yeah, it was a new spin on an old classic. Mm. And I liked it. So they start playing this game and Elijah starts with, never have I ever had sex with more than a hundred women. I mean, who has? Well, apparently... Caleb, because he slyly takes a drink. How old is he? He's 29, I think. Uh, 28? Yeah, I think he's 28. Which means... I know, I should have done the math. Say you start banging at 16. Okay. 12 years. I'm not good at math. Almost 10 people a year. From 16 to 28, that's a lot of people. I don't think when you're 16, you're banging 10 girls a year. I don't know how they get down in Arizona. But, but I mean, I guess it's possible, but it's gross. Oh, it's definitely possible. It's definitely a little gross and dangerous. But it's more unbelievable because who keeps track? Like after <laughs> 20, I can't imagine you're still counting. Some people do. And that's a sickness. If you have a spreadsheet, if you have an Excel spreadsheet, and I know someone <laughs> in college who did, it, it, it's concerning. It's very concerning. It's very concerning. Yeah. If you're tracking a hundred plus, because it's more than a hundred. Who is he? Barney from How I Met Your Mother? Right. Which is a make-believe character. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if I totally believe it. I mean, he seems like the type of person who would lie about this to make himself look cooler than he is, which I think then backfires because I actually don't think it's that cool. I guess he's a bartender. People always say that oh, that's single, a good point. single good-looking male bartenders just bang. That's a good point. That's a good point. But he looks at Alina and is like, what, does that bother you? Like, yeah, I think that would bother anyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially after you just banged me. I would be like, okay, have you been tested? Is there anything I should know about? I mean, a hundred seems like a high number. And it is a high it's a, number. It's a high risk number. So yeah, she's bothered. And then the next question actually for a second gave me peace. Cause I was like, Oh, that's a good thought. Alina goes, I have never. So, I mean, she said the game wrong, but <laughs> I have never had a threesome. And apparently nobody has which makes Alina have to drink. But when she said that, I was like, ah, I was like, that's it. Caleb's probably had some threesomes, foursomes, mm -hmm. tensomes, and you get your numbers up that way. But Caleb hasn't even had a threesome. So he's banged out a hundred plus people ah. one, one on one. That's how we like it. That's <laughs> me? <laughs> but, we? Apparently. We? I said, that's how he like. Oh, okay. Like uh, it. Understood. Understood. So then it's Caleb's turn. Never have I ever lived in Russia. Good, good one, Caleb. <laughs> good, good one. But then it's time to stir the pot. Oh, yeah, and I'm here for it. Classic Elijah with his big stirrer. Stirring the pot with a question like, 
Never have I ever kept a big secret from my partner I've known for 13 years. A very pointed never have I ever. A very specific <laughs> never have I ever. Savage. Caleb immediately looks at Alina because he's like, well, it's not me. I mean, the 100 plus women is kind of a big secret. I would say. Well, Elijah must have known something about it because he didn't just say it. Oh, no. he The living with the ex. Of course, Elijah. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying Elijah didn't just say, never have I ever had sex with 100 women. He must have known something about Caleb. You don't just make that up. Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. Yeah, you would, like, you'd probably start lower, like never ever had sex with 50 women. Yeah, maybe he told Alina and him, like, yeah, I've had sex with so many women. And Elijah just threw a number and Caleb took a sip, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, okay, he throws out the never have ever kept a big secret from my partner for 13 years. And Elijah said, here, I'm for you, the brave bitch. Spread out, bitch, already. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he loves saying bitch. Yeah, forget never have ever. Here's a new drinking game. Take a shot every time Elijah says bitch. Oh, I would be wasted. We'd all be, we'd all be drunk. Yeah. So Lena's like, well, I'll tell the secret when we get back to the room. I don't want to do it in a bar. I want it to be a quiet conversation. And Elijah's like, I'm that bitch. And Alina needed a push. Yes. <laughs> she did. She definitely oh, needed. She, she, she definitely did. She definitely needed the push. I thought it was a cop out because I thought it was, okay, we'll do it back in the hotel room, which is understandable. But I thought it was more, well, Elijah's leaving. So this won't have to come up again. But in turn, actually, Caleb brings it up. But before they get back to the room, Elijah, again, stirring the pot. He is not done stirring. Asks, where's your relationship at right now? And Caleb's like, well, I'm not sure. We have more time to figure this out. We don't need to decide prematurely. But Alina wants to know. She's tired of the unknown. But now Caleb says, hey, you apparently have a secret. Yeah. I can't even think about it right now. Like You have to come out clean first before we can even think or talk about our future. Great rebuttal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you going to make a potentially life-changing decision without having all the information out on the table? Totally. Like, it was so immature and ridiculous of Alina to be like, no, I kind of want to. I kind of want to decide right now. It's like not only do you have a week more to get to know each other, you have information that you haven't shared. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it would be a false answer for Caleb to be like, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then she goes, oh, by the way, I lied to you about my ex. Well, of course he might change his mind. So what's the point of even answering that question now? Exactly. I almost feel like when she tells Caleb back in the hotel, he's going to be relieved because now he has, he has this little oh, out. He's got an right? out. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So they do. They leave dinner. They get back to the hotel. They get into bed and there's definitely a little awkwardness between them you can sense something and so Caleb asks all right what happened and Alina says so I told you about my ex but it was more serious than you thought because when I was talking with you I lived with my ex for a few months which I don't see to be such a big deal but she should have told him yeah I really don't see the issue I mean I think they were dating still they weren't exes at that point so i think that's an issue but it's more of an issue for your ex that you were with this guy and you were talking to another guy oh, online. wait a minute i thought they were exes no already. they were still 
She said they were oh, still dating. All right. So I misunderstood. But anyway, Caleb now has this out. Yeah. Because he says, you know what? I understand the apprehension, but this shows us that we're not ready to make any decisions. You right. just told me something that you should have told me a long time ago. So let's just take it easy. Yeah. And whether it's an out or not, it's the truth. Like you guys clearly don't know enough about each other to be making a life-changing decision mm -hmm. like Alina wants you to make. And of course, Alina doesn't want to take any more time. She wants answers now. And I feel like maybe with her situation, maybe guys do have sex with her once because they want to see what it's like and then leave her. And she's trying to hook them, right? Mm -hmm. she's, she's trying to lock them down before he has a chance to leave, which is not right. No. You need to take time and put everything out on the table and then make your decision. But Caleb's like, look, it took Elijah for this to come out. So who knows what other secrets you mm -hmm. have, right? I'm not going to make any commitments now. We still have more time. There's still possibly more that you have to tell me. There's no point in me saying yes or no right now. But he agrees that they do have to have a conversation about the relationship before they both go back home. 100%. Yeah. As they should. 100%. Can I just say, because that's the end of the segment. If we don't see Alina and that baby Bjorn before the season ends, I want my money back. <laughs> like, get in that backpack, Alina. She liked it. She was fired off about it. She thought it was thoughtful. Get in that backpack. Yeah, take her on you, a hike. Use your gift. Use your gift, Alina. Be rude we'll not. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Let's refill our drinks, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back. And we are back with Memphis and Hamza. It's the morning after Memphis found out that Hamza was lying about his age. He is 26. How dare he? And this is, again, not that big of a lie. It's a lie where you go, why are you even lying about this? Yeah, he shouldn't have lied. Like, it's dumb that he did. But adding two years... I mean, we can all get over that. The issue is, and I think we talked about it last week, is if you're lying about this, what else yes. are you lying about? No, totally. If you're willing to lie about two years, mm -hmm. what else are you lying about? And I can see Hamza being the type of person who lies here and there, yeah. like makes things up here and there. Well, I mean, he lied a bit when he said, oh, sure, Memphis, we can share a bed. Mm -hmm. And then Memphis gets there and they can't. And he's lied about the age. So, yeah. There's some reasons to be concerned. The age is not necessarily the issue. It's the lying. No, totally. Um, they have to travel to the embassy today regarding, I assume, the marriage license. Yeah, they got to get some paperwork so that Memphis can marry Hamza. Yeah. And did she say that it's two hours away so they have to spend the night at the hotel? Yeah, the embassy is in Tunis, which is two hours away, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... That's not worth, that's not worthy of a hotel, I would say. But they need some time. Right. Memphis needs to try him out one more time before they say, I do, oh, if yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably more the driving factor is, hey, here's something I could tell my mom, a reason why we need a hotel, because we're traveling. But also, their planning is absolutely terrible. Oh, it's atrocious. They say, the embassy is closing at 5 so we have to get there before five, right? If you leave at seven, eight a.m., you have the whole day, right? Yeah. Even if 
there are some issues with the car or something. You still have enough time. It seemed like they left at four. Oh, yeah, the sun was setting. Yeah. As they were loading the car. So what did you do the whole day? Right. Well, arguing, potentially arguing, maybe pooping, maybe some public <laughs> pooping. But yeah, they're packing. And Hamza's is like, well, if we can't find a ride, we'll just take the bus. And Memphis is like, oh, hell no. Are we taking the bus? And so who do you call? Who do you call when you need a ride when you're Hamza? Yosef. You call Yosef. He calls Yosef. You don't hear the conversation. You just see Hamza fist pump so hard like he's on the Jersey Shore or something because Yosef agreed to drive. Is it Yosef? I think it's Yosef. I say Yosef. You say Yosef. I say Yosef. It's spelled Y-O-U. Yeah, but it's not an American name. I'm going to say Yosef. It's Yosef. All right. Well, one of us will be right and that's good. I think I'm right, but let's, let's do it. Okay, Yusef <laughs> is going to drive him, but it's, of course, a race against the clock. And there's an issue slowing them down even more. He forgot his car insurance, but he says, hey, I'll be back in five, ten minutes. Who doesn't keep that in the glove box? You, you Yusef. What, what do you y- put that under your pillow? Like, what, what do you do with your insurance papers? Why are they in the car? Yeah, I think I have mine in the car. If I don't, then I don't know what it is. Or it's on your phone, (laughs) right? But it's not. Yeah, I mean, my my insurance is on my phone. That's what he said. He said his car insurance. Ah, I mean, it's in my car too. It is. I I put it in your car too. Yeah, I know. You keep it in the glove box. The only thing I'm thinking is like, Hamza must be really wishing he didn't beat up his driving instructor right now. And he could be driving them to Tunis. Well, Memphis is all stressed out, classic Memphis, and Hamza does not like her attitude at all because she nags a lot. Yeah. Well, you're giving her reason to. Well, yeah, but she also is freaking out over literally everything. Since we met Memphis, there wasn't one moment when she's relaxed and calm and just enjoying herself. Well, that's very true. But I don't think Hamza's doing anything to calm her nerves. Everything is a little bit tense no but they're arguing so they actually had to leave the car so they could argue outside oh is that why they left the car i, thought, I think so i thought they were like hey, we're just gonna get some fresh air we're not gonna sit here well i think they were just arguing and yosef was like in the front yeah. enjoying the drama but mayface is like do you even want to marry me do you even want to get married and hamza is like you're a sad baby <laughs> and she like yells at him like no i'm pissed off and I felt bad for Hamza. I'm like, do you really want to marry this? No, of course not. Do you really want to marry no, this? No, I, I don't think so. If he did, I think he'd be better planning. There would be mm-hmm. some better planning taking place. Like, oh, we can't miss this window. We got to get to the embassy. I don't want to miss my opportunity to marry you. No, he's like, uh, I guess we can call Yusef for a ride and maybe we'll get there on time. He doesn't care. But it- also Memphis is crazy. She should have come on this trip to get to know him. Oh, get sure. Get to know him, spend three weeks together, have fun. If things are good, freaking come back in a couple of months and marry him. The fact that she planned to go for three weeks, first week getting to know each other, second week getting married, third week having the honeymoon, it's absolutely nuts. Oh, it's insane. But who's not on this show? True. So long story short, they have to wait over an hour what should have taken five minutes ended up taking over an hour for Yusuf to get his insurance. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't see that? No. Oh, they said like an hour later and they're still <laughs> waiting for the paperwork. 
Finally, he gets what he needs. They're ready to roll. I'm hoping Hamza's is throwing Yusuf some gas money because this guy has mm-hmm. picked him up at the airport, drove him like two hours, now driving him to the embassy. So the new plan now is spend the night at the hotel, go to the embassy in the morning. The hotel looks really nice. Yeah, but where's Yusef staying? I think he went back home. Then how are they going to get home the next day? I don't know. Is who, Yusef's sleeping in his car probably, keeping an eye <laughs> on his insurance papers, making sure no one takes them. <laughs> not going to let him out of my sight now. Maybe he'll back for them. Who knows? I wouldn't put it past him. All this guy does is drive. So they're at the hotel and Hams is like, I know we missed the embassy today, but I'll make it up to Memphis in the hotel. Sex all night long. Because there is no mom. Yeah, but I also don't think this Minuteman is going to last all night oh, long. Oh, no. He better perform, though. Otherwise, Memphis is not going to marry him. You remember she said, if he cannot perform, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Her list is great. Her, her list, list is, of things he needs. She needs in very, a partner. Very short, just like the amount of time mm-hmm. Hamza can perform. So they're at this hotel. The thing looks like a palace. It's beautiful. And Memphis does a complete 180. She's so thrilled now to be there. She's ready to party and she wants to start drinking. And the producers asked Hamza because Muslims don't drink. Well, not all. Yeah, most don't, I would say. Yes. The ones we know. Do you drink? And he's like, well, like special occasions. And I almost feel like Hamza does not drink, but he's going to sip on something for Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to take one for the team. They get to the hotel bar and he in Memphis is like, two gray grooses, fill them fill up, time to get wasted. She's ready to go. But they bring it back to the hotel room and she's like, wait, wait, wait pump the brakes. I want you to perform. So it's like she wants him to take a few sips, but not to right. get drunk. Right. There's that, there's that perfect level where you can last longer, mm-hmm. but you're not drunk enough. It's like, okay, mom, gee, stop it. Like, <laughs> let him do whatever he wants to do. Right. And I kind of thought like, no, get this guy a couple of drinks in him so he can last longer. Maybe that is mm-hmm. the secret code to getting him to being able to perform. But yeah, she is so worried about his performance and that's going to give him performance anxiety. Like, forget it if he is able to perform fine when you have someone telling you, oh, you're too quick. Oh, don't drink too much. You won't be able to perform. Like, that's going to get in your head. And no matter how good you are in bed, that's going to affect you. Well, not even that, because before they even get to the bed, Memphis is telling him that if they don't get married on this trip, that's it. Like, she's not doing this long distance (sighs) relationship. So they either get married or she's done. That's love, isn't it? That literally Isn't is that the opposite. And Hamza's mad. She's like, if she truly loves me, she wouldn't break up with me over something like this, which right. is very true. And it's not like they've been playing this game for three years. They've been playing it for maybe three weeks. How many times has Nicole been to Morocco? Countless and times. they never got married. <laughs> so she seriously should have just gone on the trip, test out the waters without any commitment. And then go back to the U.S., think about it, and then do make a move. It's just absolutely crazy. It's such a false timeline. Oh, if we don't get married after three Mm -hmm. weeks, we're never getting married. It's crazy. And I get it. If it was years of this game, Mm -hmm. I'm coming to see you, you're coming to see me, we're not getting married. I get it. At that point, you just got to shit or get off the pot. Speaking of Mike. (laughs) <laughs> but this has been two weeks and you're already like, eh, it's been too long. If he doesn't propose, we're done. 
That's crazy. I don't yeah. get it at all. Well, a lot of girls have timelines. Oh, I mean, every girl on this season, Alina, Memphis, Ella, Kim, they're all pushy, pushy, pushy. Classic. Not is every it? girl is like that. <laughs> is it? There Did you go. I you, push you, you, no. you just showed your cards. You, you, no, asked, you asked me to be your boyfriend on our fifth date, probably. That's not true. What are you talking about? I asked you to my, be my boyfriend after three months. We yeah. were on a trip. That's very true. So still, still you were. The it one. was like fiftieth date. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm glad you did. I'm glad you you stepped up. But I didn't force you to be my boyfriend. No. I asked you if you want to be. No, but you didn't give me an ultimatum. You didn't say if you don't say yes now, then we're done. Memphis is giving an ultimatum. If we don't get married now, we're done. Oh, yeah. Which is great. It's just so pushy. If you told me that you didn't want to be my boyfriend, then I feel like we would probably keep dating for a little longer, but maybe we would start seeing other people because I would be like, why don't you want to be my boyfriend? Totally understand. Totally understand. Okay. Speaking of pushy women, let's move on to Ella and Johnny. Ella's in the car. She's stressed out. She's feeling like things are falling apart since learning that her Asian prince had his visa denied. So now they're looking into other options. Mm-hmm. And Ella's like, I think, I think we found one. So she goes to meet up with her friends, Corby, and Corby's husband, Pow, at a restaurant. And shout out to Pow's Meals on Wheels Alaska shirt. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I did. But it's a biker, like someone on a bicycle with a bear chasing after him because that's Meals on Wheels. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see the detail, but I saw something with Alaska. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Love a good graphic tee. Okay. So Ella fills him in on the visa situation and drops the Dubai bomb saying, well, he got his visa rejected, but we found this loophole. He can go to Dubai. He doesn't need a visa for that, but it's not all good news. This morning, he told me he wants to delay the trip because of the virus. Because of the Delta variant. And hey, that's legit. That's a legit concern. It's so legit. And I don't get Ella. She's like, Johnny's such a bitch worried about <laughs> Delta. He's like, it's an excuse. People are traveling already. Yeah. Okay, Ella. Um, it's still concerning. It's a deadly virus. It's Ella. a deadly virus. <laughs> even though you're vaccinated, you can still get it. And not even that. You can get freaking stuck. That's one of the reasons why we didn't travel to Europe besides some of our family members being at high risk. We didn't want to freaking get stuck somewhere in quarantine. Right. Like, what do you freaking do? We have our lives back here. We have responsibilities back here. Johnny has his child. Mm -hmm. And his parents, he takes care of them. And so he can't afford, literally and figuratively, to get stuck in Idaho. He's Which not being is a bitch. Very it's legit. Like, very right. legit. And I don't know who this this think tank, this this brain trust is, but Corby's like, oh, it sounds like there's something he's not telling you. No, he just doesn't want to get COVID. Well, she says this isn't the first time they've been trying to get Joni over to the US. Right. But how long have they known each other? Probably COVID. Year and a half. Right. Yeah. COVID's been a thing probably since mm-hmm. day one. And so Powell goes. Do you know if his parents want to be with, want him to be with a Chinese girl instead of coming here to be with you? And I was like, well, maybe he doesn't really talk about it, but possibly. 
And Powell's like, yeah, culturally in Asia, people value family and it's hard mm-hmm. for them to move away. So Ella's like, well, Johnny hasn't said anything like that. Let me talk to him. Let me find out the real reason he doesn't want to leave China. So she gets home and she's FaceTiming Johnny. No wigs, no cosplay. This time it's serious. Yeah, she wants them to talk. Did you see that Ella, I think she wears sunglasses a lot because like her nose was like very red and you could see the shape of sunglasses. Uh, I didn't see that. I mean, it's Idaho. It's really high up in the mountains. Yeah. Let's not forget how badly uh, I got sunburned the in worst Wyoming. Ever, the worst you've ever been burned. I looked like a turtle. Mm, it wasn't good. The whole trip. It wasn't good. Yeah. So they're talking. Ella's like, I don't understand why Johnny's scared to travel during COVID. He's vaccinated. He's smart. He's got a total body condom he can wear. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Ella, what was that second one? He's smart. Yeah, maybe that's why he doesn't want to travel during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Especially like he might have had, if he did travel, he would probably have issues. Ugh, he's just being smart. I was so mad at Ella for this segment because, listen, it's up to every single person if they want to risk it and travel. If he doesn't feel like it, don't freaking push him. Right. If you loved this man, you'd be concerned for his health and your own, might I add. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't be pushing him to go fly across the world while there's a deadly pandemic, mm-hmm. a deadly virus sweeping every country. And listen, we could have probably gone to Europe already, right? But we were being smart, not just because of us, but also because of my family members who are high risk. Sure. And I speak to some of my friends who went to check for the holidays and they were like, oh, why aren't you going? It's all good. But I said, hey, like if you got COVID... Where would you, like, where would you get quarantine? And my friend said, well, at my parents' house. And I'm like, you see, like, we couldn't do it. Right. What would we do? Where would we be? Who's going to take two people sick with COVID if we are, if we cannot stay with my parents? Same with Johnny. Would Ella keep him in her house with COVID? No. Where would he be? No, she doesn't care. Well, I guess, but. (laughs) She doesn't care. But he made another good point when he was like, I've been checking the data, spike in the States. If I get COVID there and I end up in the hospital, I'll go bankrupt because he doesn't have insurance Mm -hmm. over here. So that's another thing. Oh, he's being smart. She needs to think about. Yeah. And she goes, I don't think it's bad enough or risky enough for you not to come. I would literally slap her if I could. Okay, Ella Fauci. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We had Dr. Ella over here. No, it's not risky enough for you, for you not to come. Oh my God. How thirsty are you? Like. And Johnny goes, that's what we call American thinking. Americans, very brave. Asians were more cautious. And it's like, yeah, Johnny's a rule follower and he listens to his Mm -hmm. government. And Elle is just a bully who's trying to get Johnny to come over there for her own personal needs. Again, why doesn't she go to China? You can go to China if you wanted to. Yeah. Go on over there. Yeah, Elle. Get on the plane. (laughs) So then she goes, all right, well, I feel like there's something you're not telling me. Is it your parents? Do they not want you to come? Do they not want you to marry a white woman from America? And he's like, no, 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 no. He does tell the cameras, my parents aren't thrilled with the idea of Ella, but he's like, I'm not going to let them interfere with this relationship. I've done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Like this relationship is mine. And Ella starts crying, saying his behavior is causing her emotional trauma. Come on, Ella. 
Ella needs to grow up. And she wants to wait for him, but she also wants to be happy now. Well, just be smart, Ella. Listen, the pandemic, hopefully it's going to get better eventually. I'm free. I'm a believer. We cannot live like this forever, right? No. So give him, and this is probably a year ago. Right. So give him some time or go over there. If you are so not concerned about traveling, etc. Right. You don't have a child or anything. Freaking pack your stuff and go. She's a kid in a toy store stopping her feet being like, I want it now. Give me mm-hmm. the toy now. It's like, no, grow up, wait. And she goes, if he's not willing to come over, I may move on. It's like then you so move on. Then you don't love him. And there's two mm-hmm. there's two reasons I think that. One, because you want him to risk his life to come see you. And two, because you're just gonna be that quick to move on. She should appreciate him being smart and saying, I have a child here, I take care of my parents, I provide for them, I cannot leave them hanging. Right. That's the quality you want in your future spouse. Yeah. So just be like, you know what? I understand, I see it. We'll wait. It's going to happen eventually. Let's just keep the communication going. Instead, she's acting like a brat, trying to put him at risk, possibly his family. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Infuriating. Yeah, I know. I I got mad at Ella. I'm like, that's (laughs) that's just dumb. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about Mike and Jimena because it's morning in Salento. It's the morning after Mike found out about Jimena's risky past. It's risky. It's risky. <laughs> and Mike feels like we're going to move forward. I want to move forward and we got to do better. So I'm going to try to leave the past in the past and and we can move forward and be good. So they wake up and Jimenez like, I'll go get a coffee if you want a coffee. And Mike's like, yeah, you go. You go get a coffee. I'll meet up with you in a minute. You probably wanted to release this this is a classic hotel move. And we talked about the time you asked me to be your boyfriend. It was in mm-hmm. Chicago. And this was a move you pulled in Chicago every morning when you were like, I'm going to go get Starbucks for us. If, okay, you stay here. I'll go get Starbucks. <laughs> and I was like, damn, why is she going to get Starbucks? I want to go get Starbucks because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then I don't know when you told me this. It couldn't have, probably later on. Yeah, like months later. Yeah, like, yeah every, the years. every morning in Chicago when I went to get Starbucks, first I went into the lobby and used the bathroom. Yeah. It worked out because as soon as you left, I ran to the hotel, like the bathroom <laughs> in our room and used it. But I was like, that's definitely what's going on here. Like, why wouldn't you guys go get coffee together? Like, mm-hmm. if, I'll go get a coffee if you want a coffee. And he's like, yeah, you go. I'll meet up. Mm-hmm. I got some business to take care of here. So Jimena, she goes to the cafe to get her coffee and FaceTime her sister, Wendy. And this is where she's going to spill all the beans. All those Colombian coffee beans. So apparently Mike is super, super gross. He's a farter. He leaves clothes all over the floor and he let a fart out in front of her. And then (sighs) we get to see it. I honestly... Did we see it in the previous episode? Because I missed it. I know. We didn't talk about it at all. I think, no. I think we missed it. We missed it. But How they were making we out that? on the bed. He's like. Pfft. He's on top of her. And he's like. Oh. Twice. Yeah. Which I. Oh my gosh. I would be so done. But that's not it. He also burps. 
and then we see the video uh, when he's burping in front uh, of her the family. Whole, the whole family. Like, what's wrong with you, Talk manners? Bad first impression. Yeah, does he not think like farts and burps translate? Like, oh, she won't understand this. <laughs> Disgusting. It's an international sound, Mike. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, okay. Jimena's like, this is what he's doing now. Can you imagine in three or four years? I'm sure I'm only a week away from getting Dutch oven. Can you imagine what's going to happen in, in a getting year? what? A Dutch oven. What's that? If Well, I'll show you later, but I can explain it to you now. It's when you pull the sheets over your loved one's head and you release. In, <laughs> what? How do the, you even know this? Uh, you know, you live and you learn. You've done that? Never. You better not. Never, never. That's so. disgusting. I was going to say... In three to four years, he's probably going to be doing number two with open doors. Oh, that's coming way sooner. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So Wendy goes, you need to talk to him. You need to make him understand so he can make some changes. And she wants a husband, not another child. Like someone who's on her level. Yeah. Like someone who also lived with a hitman, I guess. Right. Shout out to my meme. She lived with a hitman. Now she lives with a shit man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy because she's like, yeah, he needs to grow up. I want this to work and I want him to be a good father. It's like just because someone has bad gas doesn't mean they can't be a good father, right? I mean, a lot of fathers have gas. My dad has gas. Yeah. All, He's a great father. All of our dads have gas. Mm -hmm. Like good fathers, good fathers. So, <laughs> come on. It's one and the same, right? So Hameda comes back to the room and Mike's like, I had a special day planned. But the weather's not cooperating. So change of plans. Let's go hang let's go hang out by the fireplace. Which is nice. The whole hotel is nice. No, you do not want to bring a gassy guy around an open flame. That could be <laughs> disastrous. Well, hopefully he's keeping his gas in because he's about to learn how much it bothers oh. Jimena. And I'm so team Jimena. It's disgusting. I know. I, I am too. They're by the fire. They're having some drinks. And a man's like, we need to talk about some things. Some things I dislike about you. Yeah, very blunt. Let's talk about some <laughs> things I don't like about you. And Mike's like, oh, okay. And so a man starts kind of small. Your cleanliness, leaving socks lying around. And Mike's like, okay, I'll, I'll work on that. I can pick up after myself. And then she goes, okay, and when you eat, you burp <laughs> and your farts. Don't do that in front of me. It makes me fall out of love with you. Good. Very blunt. Very to the point. Poor Mike. He's like apologizing. He's like, I didn't mean for I'm it to happen. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. And I'm telling you, I didn't think about it until we started talking about it. But it, it could be his new diet. It might not be sitting well with him. He's in a foreign country eating these strange foods he's never had before. Yeah, but also like, tr like clench your cheeks <laughs> and run. When you're making out with with your beauty that you've been waiting months to kiss... He's not thinking honestly, about his back door. If I was Mike and that happened, I would be packing my bags. Oh, I would be petrified. I would not stay. I would be like, you know what? This relationship is not going to work. I would just jump <laughs> off the balcony. On camera that happened? Forget about it just happening. <laughs> mano y mano. This was on camera. The whole world saw. Oh my gosh. It's gross. It's yeah. really gross. Mike's like, it was just an accident. Like, and it upsets Mike that she's calling him out. It's like farting isn't as bad as going to jail or abandoning your kids. And he's like, he's like, I'm not farting on purpose. It's like, Mike, 
a grown-up person can hold a fart. Mm, okay. Yes. Okay. Clunch. You got a clunch. Clunch. You got a clunch. Sometimes, you know, a burp does sneak out once yeah. in a while, right? A but it's also, you can control it. You can. You can. But he's under a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> he's releasing some of his pressure. So Mike's like, I know I have a lot to work on. I felt so bad. He's like, the guy's got gas and you're making him feel like a criminal. She's like, you're too old to be doing that. Yeah. Which I don't agree with. My freaking grandpa, well, he was an alcoholic, but besides that, Jeez. I remember him just doing all kinds of Well, there's stuff. an age range, right? Farting in public is okay between the ages of like zero and five. Six months. Okay. And if then, our five-year-old kid farted in public, I'll be like, that's a no-go. Okay. but Five-year-old understands. Let's say zero to three. Three. Yes. Zero to three, you can fart in public. And then like 80 till death do us part, till death do us fart, I think you can <laughs> you can release in yeah. public. Right? So there, it's those middle ages mm-hmm. that you got to clench. But Jimena's like, I love you, but you have a lot to, you have a lot to change. Or I don't want to get married. Mike is just like noted. Yeah. Poor Mike just taking notes on how not to fart. Yeah. Take some Beano. Mike, there's some supplements you can take. Take Pepto. Take some Pepto, some Alka-Seltzer. You'll be good to go, man. You're good. Gas X. Gas X. There's a whole, <laughs> there's a whole aisle in CVS for you, Mike. <laughs> Find your way there. You'll be good to go. All right. Last, I'm going to say couple until I'm proved wrong. I almost feel like, so we saw the previews and I think she is going to show up. Oh, someone will show up. I just yeah. don't think it's mahogany. Yes, yeah, someone or something is going to show up because there was this moment where he was like, oh, like he seemed surprised, like hello or something like that. Yeah. No, he talked to her on the phone. Like he's talked to someone on the phone. Mm-hmm. I think someone's going to show up. I don't think it's going to be this gorgeous 24-year-old. We'll see. From we'll Peru. See. So obviously we're talking about Ben. And mahogany, potentially. It's the day Ben is going to travel to Peru. Okay. And he's really looking forward to his meet cute moment. He's he's really thought about his first impression. And I'm gonna see her. I'm gonna throw my luggage down. I'm gonna make this grand gesture. It's like, oh boy. This guy is so concerned with appearance. He's already planning how he's going to show his love and affection to her the minute he sees her. Did you see one of his eyes is bigger than the other one? Same with mine. Same with mine. I think all of us. I don't think it'd be crazy if you had two perfectly sized eyes. No, but his literally one of his eyes is much bigger. God's plan. God's plan. Who sings that? Drake. Drake. (laughs) Drake. And Ben, Ben loves Drake. Apparently everything is God's plan. He's got God's plan on repeat. So, Okay, we learned Ben booked two hotel rooms. Because sex can wait after the marriage. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. So, <laughs> so it's time to go, okay? Ben is dressed like Johnny Cash. He looks like he's going to a funeral. He's wearing like a black blazer, a black shirt. Listen, you cannot go wrong with black. No, you can't. But I wouldn't wear that to go fly eight hours or That's true. nine hours. I mean, again, how obsessed with his appearance is he? Well, he just got fit. It seems like it. He's doing some modeling. Yeah. He's going to meet supposedly this Mm 24-year-old goddess. Mm -hmm. You got to look your best. Goddess's plan. (laughs) So, did you see Elijah's driving him, his son Elijah? Mm -hmm. 
Um, did you see how responsible of a driver this kid is? I did not. Hands at 10 and 2 the whole time. Oh, really? Loved it. Loved it. 10 and 2, like they teach you in driving school. Hamza wouldn't know. His hands were not at 10 and 2. His <laughs> hands were in the face of his driving instructor. Is that what they teach us? Yeah, think it, about it. 10 and 2. That's, I don't. I cannot drive like I, that. I, I just land a hand at 6 for me. One hand at six. Yeah, I drive with one hand too. But if I have to do two hands, I feel like I do 12 and four or five. It's uh, weird. Yeah, that's not the best. You got to be at a place where you could really turn the wheel. Yeah, I can do it with my top hand, with my left hand. Okay. All it, right. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways, we all have our styles. Yeah. Well, Elijah, he's such a responsible driver and a responsible young adult because he's trying to raise all the red flags to his dad. Like, don't get your kidneys stolen. Are you sure this is real? But Ben isn't hearing any of it. He just wants to meet Mahogany Stat. So he gets to the airport. He's ready to go. And right then he gets a text from Mahogany. Not very encouraging. She's like, so my dad doesn't trust your intentions and doesn't want you to come. Is this girl 14? Her dad? Wait, you're worried about your dad? But it's a classic like, oh, don't come because I'm not real. Because apparently this is not the first time they plan to meet. And let's not forget the fact that they've only been talking for three months. Right. So after talking for two months, he was going to fly down there for her sweet 16 or something. (laughs) But a couple days before he was going to go, he was told her parents weren't home and she can't hang out with strangers if her parents aren't there. Oh my gosh, she's going to be like young. Why do I feel like if Ben makes it to Peru, Chris Hansen is going to come out and he's going to like, do you want some cookies? Who's Chris Hansen? To catch a predator? Oh my gosh, we could... Binge you know, foreign, right? We could binge watch to catch a predator. So the show, the premise of the show was there's clearly a lot of creeps online, right? Yeah. Old men who want to talk to 16-year-old mm-hmm. girls like Ben. And <laughs> so this whole show was Chris would get actors and actresses who would always be of age. They'd be 18, 19 years old, but they would look super young. They would look 15. They would look 14. And they would go in chat rooms. They would lure these guys over to their homes and these guys would show up with like a six pack of Zima, like a six pack of Mike's hard lemonade. And they would walk in and you would never see the girl. The girl would be like off camera in the back of the house. Like, hold on one second. I'm doing laundry. Like (laughs) have a cookie. I left some cookies out. And like some of the guys would sit there eating, be eating a cookie and out Chris Hansen would walk out and be like, why don't you have a seat, Ben? And then the guys would be like, oh, shit. And a lot of them would try to run, but cops would swarm them. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Wild show. Loved the show. Is he one of the handsome brothers? Like, um, bub, no. Bub, bub, no. Um, bub. no. 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 Different hands. <laughs> Different hands. Different okay. hands. Just as entertaining. But I always kind of thought, not to defend these pervs because it's ridiculous, but I always thought, like, <laughs> what's, what's the crime? You're not actually talking to a 14-year-old. You're talking to a 19-year-old pretending to be 14. But they think yeah, but that's that person's a, 14. That's not a crime. Like, it is a crime. No, it's Just not. the fact that you would go to a 14-year-old Maybe. House, maybe going somewhere thinking. That's Obviously, true. if they're trying to lure people in, you cannot use an actual minor. 
Right. No, of course not. Yeah, You're not but I'm put saying a minor into the that fact situation. that someone thought that this person they're talking to is 14, I guess. and they showed up at their house. That is so fucked up. We'll have to watch. I'll show you the show. I don't show. even think I want to watch it. Oh, it sounds very fucked up. Oh, it's very disturbing. Okay, yeah, I think I'll pass. But it's entertaining. I think I'll, I'll just stick with Ben. Anyways. <laughs> so she, he gets this text of like, oh, like my parents aren't going to be home. Like, I don't know if you can come. And Ben writes back, God is in control. Trust your heart. I have candy. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Yeah, he's not giving up. <laughs> he boards the plane anyway, and he is on his way. And I cannot wait to see what happens next. I really want to see what he's going to Encounter? encounter ah jinx we started the podcast jinx. with a jinx we end the podcast with a jinx because that's the last couple that's how it ends it was a good episode as oh. always i freaking love this season yeah, guys this season's great. i don't know if you like it or dislike it but i freaking love it and i don't use the word love no you're turning so american i don't use the word love Lo- so would you say loosely loosely yeah, yeah so here you here just here throw go. it around i don't no we love this season. We do. Okay. See. Guys, thanks for listening. Hope you guys love it as much as we do. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. That's how you can let us know if you love it. You can message us at Married to Reality Pod. Post the memes, post the news. It's the place to be. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this episode because Woo. it was on fire. Yes, and Teresa wants me to mention that we have merch at MarriedRealityPodcast.com, so check that out. And thank you again, Barack Obama, for the review. Wow. Who would have thought we would start this little podcast a year and a half ago and Barack Obama would be listening? Mm-hmm. Never would have imagined. But yes, we can. I had hope. Like Barack I was going to say that. Ah, I beat you it. to it. I beat you to it. Ah. Hope, you know. I was gonna say we had a, we had hopes. We had hope and hopes. Wow, hope, hopes and dreams. Can you have hopes? Sure. I hope hopes. you have more than one. <laughs> right. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Barack, as always. And that is it. I have said it all. Have you said it all? Absolutely. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.